Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus, episode 36, Theme Songs in Superhero Films. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen of the North, South, East, and West, and welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I'm your host, Hypersonic55, and I'm glad that you decided to join me for some film-related discussion. Today is the first episode where we're not actually doing a review for a little while. Um, this has been a topic that has been a long time coming. Again, I've been working on like topics for a while, but again, it's just about finessing them and getting them to come out at the right time when I have all the notes and everything sorted out. And this one, this one was ready. So today I'm going to be talking about superhero theme songs in, you know, superhero adaptations because I feel like at this current point in time, it's August of 2017 and we are living in a world where it is post, you know, Wonder Woman. And the reason I bring Wonder Woman up is because it is the first superhero film probably since Avengers and maybe The Dark Knight that's had like a notable theme song that you know, film fans who, you know, pay attention to that kind of thing are paying attention to. So I thought, you know what, let's talk about theme songs in superhero films. And uh, I just wanted to cover in this episode specifically the notable theme songs, the unsung heroes, those that have missed the mark, and, you know, the superhero films to come. And whether the, you know, new superhero adaptation that'll be coming out next year in the next few years will have, you know, theme songs that will be of a note or if they'll just be, you know, just okay pieces that add to the film but won't be, you know, overly memorable. So yeah, like, um, the interesting thing about superhero theme songs is that they are an element that I feel enhance a superhero in any form of adaptation because obviously when you come across a superhero character in a comic book or, you know, in any other form of media, um, obviously if it's written you can't you know apply sound to that because it's not an adaptation it's not animated or live action so you wouldn't need any additional sound to it unless you had an audiobook but I don't think they apply like you know is it uh, theme songs to audiobooks but for me growing up as a kid in the 90s I identified with my superheroes because I had cartoons so when I watched the uh, you know reruns of even the Batman 60 show with Adam West like you know that Batman theme song had been like you know embedded in my mind so everyone so knows the you know the Batman you know everybody knows that and um as a kid in the 90s I had like you know a decent variety of like you know shows to watch whether it was X-Men the animated series Batman the animated series Spider-Man the animated series you had the Incredible Hulk uh there was also the Fantastic Four and Iron Man but I never really watched those when I was younger because you know who did um <laughs> not many people that I was aware of at my age group ever paid attention to those shows um and I think also you had uh, you know Superman the animated series as well and in the latter side of my childhood going into my teenage years you also had stuff like Justice League and uh, X-Men Evolution you know some of the other variations on like you know uh, comic book characters but yeah again most of those shows if they were good they had notable theme songs 
Batman in a, a series had like you know the intro song from you know the opening of the show, and he's even had a theme song for the show itself. Um, I can't remember the name of the composer for the life of me, but she did such a great job taking the elements of the Batman '89 theme song from Danny Elfman and incorporating it into the show, but also creating her own theme, which in my opinion was actually superior to what Danny Elfman did in that show. But anyway. Again, I had some good choices. You know, you had like um, Batman in it was serious. It had like, you know, is it that intro song? You had the 90s Spider Man show that has like, you know, that kick ass intro. Every 90s kid that watched Spider Man knows what's up with that. And uh, I don't know what the sound of the Incredible Hulk is, but I know what the sound of the X Men theme song is like. And everybody's wanted that to show up in an X Men film for so long. If they could find a way to just, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, if they could find a way to adapt that into, like, a new version of, like, you know, X-Men. if Whether it was a reboot or if they just found a way to put it into the new Dark Phoenix film that's coming out next year, I think. Then that'd be great. Like, if could you just imagine hearing that sound of... That would be beast. So cool. But anyway, the point I'm getting at is, like... Um, with superheroes, in most adaptations, they have a theme song, sometimes referred to as a main theme, which you associate with the hero as much as you do their name, costume, or catchphrase. These themes are either played during the opening or ending credits of a film or TV show, or will happen during a heroic or iconic moment in the film. And while a theme song doesn't have to be used a lot to have impact, it should be utilized at least once or twice in a fight sequence, a moment of triumph, or badassery, just to cement the protagonist's status as not only a hero but someone of importance and the music can really help just you know accentuate that element and um, I feel like we're at a point now where superhero characters have gotten really really big because obviously I feel like after 2008 with Iron Man and the Dark Knight that's when people started to take these uh, superhero properties a lot more seriously than they had before and that's not to say you know in the early 2000s when they were still you know finding their feet and creating these sort of new and exciting films like, you know, X-Men and Spider-Man and, you know, some others here and there. Now that there is such a massive scene for superhero films where they are like, you know, was it the most dominant genre in the cinema, like at least one of the most dominant genres in the cinema at the moment, having solid music that is attached to these characters can really help sell the character even more so than just having a good film. While music is an element that not many people pay attention to in films, it's one of the sort of things that, if it's done well, you will notice it. And there have been a good few superhero films over the years that have had iconic themes. Whether it just works in the context of the film or, you know, can transcend the film and then to become a part of pop culture. The point is, music is a key element of these films that, when done correctly, you will pay attention to it. And I feel like it is a quintessential element for superheroes just to make them stand out just that bit more than, you know, if they were just part of a film that just had, like, you know, so-so music, you know? So with all that in mind, I want to go about and start with my first segment, which is the most notable of superhero themes in film. So when it comes to the most popular themes in the superhero film genre, it should be no surprise that the two most notable characters who have the most popular themes of all time happen to be Batman and Superman. Before they even came to blows in their first film together in Batman vs Superman last year, these guys happened to have pretty notable theme songs in their own films. 
to a degree they actually in some cases transcended the films that they were in but firstly I want to start with Batman because he has two very notable themes firstly we have the Batman theme from Tim Burton's 89 Batman film which was composed by one of my favorite composers of all time Danny Elfman now that theme song is pretty notable because it has a very dark, mysterious, loud and bombastic sound, yet it's very soft and quiet and swirls and then explodes. I think the reason that this theme is so popular is just because it fits within the realm of Batman. It just has that right tone and since it's used in the opening credit sequence of the film when you're, you know, going through all those weird like little valleys and chasms only to find out that you've been going through the actual Batman logo just really close up. It was a wonderful way to open the film, very solid, very smart, and again, the music just works very well. It is a very good theme song, and it is so good that it was used as inspiration for the intro theme for Batman the Animated Series, so, you know, it's been a very notable theme, and... Before Christopher Nolan's films could come out, it was, you know, argued to be like one of the best superhero theme songs, like, you know, just ever, ever among film fans. But then the Dark Knight trilogy showed up, and Hans Zimmer came along to go about and compose a pretty damn good theme song for, you know, Batman in this new series of, like, you know, the darker, more realistic, grounded approach to the Batman, like, you know, mythology. Christopher Nolan's films were really good, and part of the reason that I like those films so much is the music. I think, was it Batman Begins of the Dark Knight, was when I really started to notice how awesome Hans Zimmer's music was, even though, unbeknownst to me, I was listening to his music and enjoying it long before that in films like The Lion King and The Prince of Egypt, again, two of my favourite films from my childhood. But, moving on from that. The interesting thing about the Dark Knight trilogy is that the Batman... If you were to go through, like, say, like any of the Dark Knight, you know, films in the series, there's not a specific um, track on those soundtracks that says this is, you know, Batman's theme. But the interesting thing is the theme song comes up at several different points during those said films. The way I found the uh, main theme was during, I think, was it my run through the Batman Begins soundtrack. And there's a song called Molossus. At least I think that's how you pronounce it. And that's where you can hear the main, like, you know, Batman theme, which is basically used over the, over the course of, like, the main uh, films. Hans Zimmer, along with James Newton Howard, who I forgot to mention beforehand, which I really shouldn't because, like, you know, they both collaborated together on at least the first two Batman films to create a really good soundtrack. This theme song just has a very uh, notable uh, crunch it builds, it has like, you know, a nice intensity to it, and when it gets to that key point, you're just like, damn. You know that when it's used and Batman's on the prowl, you know he's coming, so you should just hide. It has that nice energy and intensity to it, and it just matches the character perfectly. So when you can hear like, dun, bum, 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 you're like, oh crap, Batman's on the prowl, man, jeez. <laughs> But no, in all seriousness though, that, uh, the theme song that they composed for Batman, even if it's not like you know notably set as the Batman theme, most fans of the Dark Knight series will, pay, will know of the theme of Batman and will argue that it's a pretty key and notable element of those films that work so well. The music was really done, well done, and like you know that Batman theme is good. But let's be real, um, Superman's music is just leagues ahead of Batman, and this is coming from a really big Batman fan, but 
you have like you know two of the most notable like you know is it theme songs in all of film history firstly we got to talk about the uh john williams theme song from i think superman number one which i think came out in 1978 that theme song good gravy i know by today's standards some people find it a little outdated and doesn't really fit the tone of like you know was it the current state of superheroes but i don't care that superman theme song from john williams who is you know basically god when it comes to you know creating iconic and notable theme songs in just film in general he created a theme song that transcended the film that everybody and their grandmother knows and that theme song if you wanted to hear something that was basically the epitome of hope optimism heroic like you know was it just having a heroic nature just a feel-good triumphant badass amazing theme song that just you can recognize by ear anywhere you are whether you're half asleep out in the street or someone like you know starts humming it to you you know what it is that theme song is one of the most recognizable theme songs in all of film history everybody knows it as soon as you can hear it start up you know what it is and then when the music's like you know bills and bills and then it's like um you know it's you get it oh when i watched that opening sequence of like you know superman even when they borrowed the theme to put it into like brian singer's uh superman returns the theme song was so badass that they had to bring it back that's how beast the superman theme song is like you know as soon as you hear you're like boy I feel good. It's a damn good theme song. It's incredible, optimistic, heroic, amazing. I I can't get enough of that theme song. It's just fantastic. And obviously, before Man of Steel came out, you you were wondering like, how are you going to go about and make another theme song that is as iconic and catchy and amazing as that? And the answer is you can't because uh, you know we're talking about John Williams here. But, you know, we had a pretty good person that was stepping into that department in the form of Hans Zimmer. And when he came in to do the theme song for Man of Steel, one of the smartest things that he did in the ad, in the ad campaign for the film was they included the Superman main theme in the advertising. So when it came to the film, you were not only already adjusted to it, but when it was used, it was perfect. I'm not going to lie. I've never been, like, you know, the biggest fan of Man of Steel. But one of the things I did enjoy about the film was the music. And the theme song that they came up for uh, Man of Steel was really good. It has a nice build, good use of drums, and it just builds and builds and builds. And when it finally kicks in, it explodes in such a beastly fashion. You get the shivers, you get all giddy, and my goodness... It just feels so good when you hear it. It's a fabulous theme. It's one of the best pieces of work that Hans Zimmer did since, I believe, Inception. So, uh, you know, hats off to Hans Zimmer for creating, like, you know, such a notable theme song. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure they took core elements of that theme and were playing part of it in the latest Justice League trailer that came out not too long ago. I think just in July during Comic-Con. Because I'm pretty sure I could hear the Man of Steel theme song going throughout the latter side, I think, of the Justice League trailer. And I'm like, man, Superman's theme song is so badass they had to put it in the promotional material for Justice League. That's how much of an impact that music has. So Hans Zimmer, you're done. I love you. And the other theme song that I wanted to bring up that I would say is pretty notable is the Wonder Woman theme song, which I think was done by Junkie XL during Batman vs Superman was brought back again during Wonder Woman's solo film that came out this year, 
with the soundtrack done by, I think, was it Henry Gregson Williams? At least I think that's how you say his name. Um, the Wonder Woman theme song, I thought was pretty good. But at the time of Batman vs Superman, I thought it was more of a jingle than a main theme. Now, don't get me wrong, when it's used in the context of the film, it sounds amazing and it's really cool. Uh, you know, obviously you get the drums where it's like boom, 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 boom. And then obviously the theme kicks in. Obviously it sounds really cool and I'm like, bruv, what an unexpected sound that you use for Wonder Woman. But it works so well, it gets you amped up and you're just like, man, whenever she's, you know, punching and kicking and sliding along the floor in slow motion and kicking dudes out and like, you know, mashing them up, it works. But when compared to like say some of the previous theme songs that you have from spider-man batman superman or uh, even the avengers it just doesn't feel like a uh, complete sound but then when used in wonder woman i feel like they found a way just to extend it and make it work even more so than it did in batman versus superman there's a lot of people that love that wonder woman theme song to death and will defend it to like their last breath i think it's pretty good it's just a little on the short side and just doesn't have much beyond that main guitar riff. And now this is the point where we move on to the unsung heroes, otherwise known as the ignored main theme songs from superhero films that really should get a heck of a lot more recognition than they do, but you know, obviously people just tend not to pay attention to them, which is a darn shame. So these, at least these ones, like you know, the first few that I'm gonna mention are some that I feel like should be in the conversation of, you know, really good theme songs. While they don't perhaps like, you know, uh, escape the films that they exist in and you know are notable to everybody else they should be at least acknowledged by certain individuals for how good they are firstly starting with the Avengers theme that was done by the great Alan Silvestri now when I watched Avengers for the first time I was just in awe I was a little kid or at Christmas, I was giddy, I was happy, I was just watching Magic in Motion. But one of the key things that really stood out to me was the soundtrack by uh, Alan Silvestri, which was so good. I, re I liked his work on Captain America, the first Avenger, but this was on a whole nother level. And when the use of the Avengers theme song kicked in, when those guys came together standing in that little circle in that, like, you know, was it surrounded by all the Tatari warriors all dotted about on top of those buildings and stuff, and you hear that music kick in for the first time, it's just like, bum, 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 bum. you're like, oh my god, it's happening, the Avengers have assembled, and I'm just like, damn, this is magic, magic in motion. And that is, I feel like, one of the best examples of the use of music enhancing a moment by 10,000. That moment would not have worked nearly as well if the music was just okay or if there was no music at all. That music had to be there. And Sylvester's theme for the Avengers is all sorts of badass, full of hope, optimism, coolness and the way in which it happens to start off it builds has all these sort of elements of whimsical nature and wonder and like you know mystery and then just builds to something heroic and fantastic towards the end the theme song's only about two minutes long but it leaves a heck of an impression it's a gorgeous sound and i feel like if it was just used more notably in maybe some of the promotional material or just had like maybe two more moments in like uh, some of the Marvel films, it would definitely stand out and be recognized by more people. 
The other main theme song that I wanted to bring up was the main theme of Spider-Man from the Sam Raimi films, most notably the first two because that's the only, that's the only two that Danny Elfman composed. But anyway, the main theme from Spider-Man, we're just going to go with the Spider-Man original from 2002, is one of my all-time favorite theme songs of any character ever. It bugs me that this theme song is ignored because from the time that film begins and you just hear that sort of uh, introduction where it's like and it just starts up and it starts getting crazy and I'm like bruv that theme song for Spider-Man is just gorgeous. It has so many levels to it. It has such an air of mystery, magic and it oozes charisma, beauty and like it's hard to describe why that that theme song brings me such hope and like joy to my soul but every time I hear it it just has this sort of uh, scary yet badass nature to it um, in only the way that Danny Elfman can compose music so if you've heard any of his uh, you know soundtracks especially from like the late 80s to 90s going into the early 2000s he has this sort of wonderful way he can compose music that can capture all sorts of emotional material, just emotional vibes, and then like, you know, put it into music. And this theme song, I feel like it's almost like a culmination of like the work he did on like, say, films like Edward Scissorhands, Men in Black, and just, uh, you know, some of the new material that I was composing in the early 2000s, just meshed it in together in like this badass theme song. And now I'm just going to list off a few other theme songs of note that people probably haven't been paying attention to as much but I feel like they are worth mentioning. First thing I'm going to start off with Iron Man 3. Now I know Iron Man 3 is regarded as the worst of not only the Iron Man trilogy but just you know the superhero genre in general because obviously it ruined their like you know is it uh, it ruined a lot of fans vision of the Mandarin. The film was boring, it had tonal inconsistencies, it just wasn't a really fun or good film in a lot of people's eyes but for me I actually liked Iron Man 3. Um, while there are elements about the film I probably would have changed with certain characters and story elements, I feel like Shane Black's direction for the most part was well suited to the film. It had some interesting story elements, it did some really cool things for the characters Tony Stark, some of the action was pretty cool and the music was pretty solid. Brian Tyler, I wasn't too sure what he was going to bring to the film, but he actually ended up bringing one of the most notable and solid and, you know, pretty good soundtracks of any of the MCU films like you know was it overall um the interesting thing is like you know if you look back at the other previous two Iron Man films the first Iron Man film I love the soundtrack for that film but I I can be the first person to tell you that that film didn't have like a notable theme song for the Iron Man character and neither did Iron Man 2 but Brian Tyler found a way to go about and create a main theme for Iron Man that worked in the context of the film it worked in very notable f moments and it just stood out and every time that I've listened to it since I'm like this is actually a pretty kick-ass theme for Iron Man and it sucks that it took so long for him to get a theme song and you know it's in the film that no one wants to watch um, but yeah his theme builds from like you know the bass and then just becomes this dramatic hard-hitting epic song with like hard-hitting metal it sounds so beastly and it has these angelic vocals in the background just enhancing the song as it builds and builds and I'm like mate this theme song is killer I love it and then how he Tyler goes that one step further and then creates this super jazzy sassy upbeat version of the song 
that is entitled Can You Dig It? Which is like a, almost a 1960s spy show kind of version of the theme song, which is even better than the actual main theme itself. Brian Tyler did a really good job with that Iron Man, like, you know, is it theme song in Iron Man 3? And I feel like if you haven't heard it already, give it a shot. And the next film up that I want to talk about is Ant-Man. Now, while it wasn't universally loved by everybody, I feel like the majority of people really liked the film. And one of the core elements that I liked about the film was the soundtrack done by Christoph Beck. And the theme from Ant-Man is just awesome. I love it. I listen to this theme song a lot, like almost all the time. The theme is so sassy, bombastic, it has a nice sense of style and identity. And when used in the context of the film, it just sounds great. I feel like the overall soundtrack for like uh, Ant-Man was just really good. It just had this really nice jazzy upbeat kind of sound and the theme song for Ant-Man just has this uh, spy heist like kind of sound um, that belongs in again like you know it was a TV show from maybe the 19 like uh, 70s or 60s. It just sounds really cool and again it's one of the most underrated themes I think in all the superhero genre. Now this next theme may be a little bit of a controversial pick, but I am going to pick it anyway. The main theme song from Batman Forever is still one of my personal favorites. Screw it, Batman Forever may not be a very good film in the eyes of a lot of people, but I watched that film so much as a kid and I still have a slight nostalgic inclining for it. The main theme for the film entitled Main Titles and Fanfare by Elliot Goldenthal it just has a nice sense of dramatic flair, charisma, style, and an over-the-top but wonderful sound which matches the nature of Batman Forever as a film. It has just this uh, wonderful build-up that sounds ominous and then just builds and builds and then it's just like boom, 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 boom. I still think that sound is pretty good. Again, it does get a little over-the-top but... Again, for that film and what it was trying to do, it works well. And I feel like it still has a nice sound. So, yeah, it's a it's a good theme. Oh, oh, oh. And one other theme song that needs to be mentioned is the theme song from Spider-Man Homecoming. While not one of Michael Giacchino's best pieces of work, in my opinion, I feel like it's still a pretty solid theme song. And if I can applaud Michael Giacchino for one thing... It's that he was able to create an orchestrated version of the 1960s TV show version of the Spider-Man theme song. And it's used in such a perfect way. It's not too long, but it definitely leaves an impact and it's gorgeous. Oh my god, I love it. Oh, 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 you know what? I've been saying it again. It's Michael Giacchino, not Michael Giacchino. I've been stuck in my waist for ages. But yeah, but yeah, one other theme song that he worked on, which I think he did a wonderful job on, was Doctor Strange. While again, he was a character in his films that didn't have like, you know, was it a theme song that showed up during the film itself. During the uh, end credit sequence, you have the song Strange Days Ahead. At least I think that's what it's called. And as soon as that song kicks off, during the like uh, end credit sequence, during like you know the point where they show all the characters' names and the wonderful visuals, that theme song is gorgeous. So when you hear it, it's just like a it sounds 
lovely and one of the key reasons I love it is because it shows off that flair and style and magic and bombastic nature that Giacchino is known for in a lot of his films and with the uh, epic vocals that you know enhance the song by like 10,000 it reminds me so much of his work on Star Trek from 2009 which again is one of my favorite soundtracks of any film that's come out in the past like you know 10 years um, and it's so gorgeous and I hope with Doctor Strange number two if Giacchino is brought back which Marvel you have to do it bring that theme song back and put it in like more notable you know notable moments in the film because that theme song is so beast and it's so nice and it's so ignored and the other theme I wanted to mention briefly was the X-Men theme that was from you know the uh, Brian Singer films which I think was first introduced in X-Men number two that's when I first noticed it and then it became you know a nice recurring element of you know Singer's next two projects which was you know Days of Future Past and X-Men Apocalypse. During the introduction sequence when you're going through you know the opening credits going through all those crazy visuals and then you arrive at the film's title and then you have like uh, the lock come on to the screen before the film actually starts when you hear like dun, 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 I'm like oh this is cool it's a nice little theme song um, while it doesn't have like you know the sort of over-the-top notable sounds of some of these other superhero films that I've mentioned beforehand it still has a pretty key sound and I feel like a lot of the fans of the you know uh, X-Men films at Fox will notice that theme song I remember was it when um, Days of Future Past came and I watched it with my friend even he noticed that they brought the uh, theme song back for Days of Future Past which hadn't been used since obviously uh, I think maybe X-Men 3 or uh, the second X-Men film. I can't remember X-Men 3 because, you know, obviously I try to put that film in the back of my mind. But, um, yeah, that theme song is pretty good. And um, while it's not a very long theme song, I feel like, again, it needs to be, you know, mentioned. And then you have all these other sort of superhero films that, again, I'll briefly mention that I feel just kind of missed the mark in terms of having, you know, notable theme songs. Both Incredible Hulk films, they had, you know interesting soundtracks like the first one had a soundtrack done by Danny Alfman which I think was one of the best elements of that film and what's his name I think it's Craig Armstrong that worked on the Incredible Hulk film from 2008 and his film like actually had some pretty decent elements um you know and some pretty decent you know music in the uh film as well but again a notable theme song for Hulk himself just didn't you know come out of that the Captain America films I like the first one and even though that's the film that has the Captain America theme song in it I don't feel that it was you know a notable theme song for Captain America and even though Henry Jackman did some pretty good work with uh, Winter Soldier and Civil War besides the songs Taking the Stand and Civil War there wasn't really anything proper notable about like you know was it Captain America's theme as a character Hellboy um, I like those films, mainly the first one, but even those films didn't have like, you know, is it a noble theme for that character? Both Thor films didn't really have a notable theme for that character either, even though I really liked what Patrick Doyle did with the soundtrack for the first Thor film, which was really good. The Guardians of the Galaxy films, those films are more defined by the music choices that were part of the soundtrack rather than the film score, so those film doesn't really have like you know themes for the characters that were of note in my opinion Green Lantern didn't have any memorable music in that film whatsoever and um, 
Batman vs Superman for introducing Batman back on screen for the first time in a little while. That film didn't have very notable music either, so that kind of sucked. You know, there's just a few other superhero films that just, you know, come out of the woodwork here and there and, you know, just don't stand out that much. I think was it Fantastic Four, uh, not the most recent one because that music was just completely, you know, nothing. But um, <laughs> even that film had like, you know, was it the, the Tim Story ones had like, you know, a slightly notable theme song and it was not bad. But again, it just wasn't enough to, you know, be of note. And now we look to the future where we have at least a good few superhero films to come out uh, between now and like, you know, is it I think 2020 is the like, you know, furthest away date for when we have like, you know, is it superhero films? So uh, from now until then, we've got, uh, you know, Thor Ragnarok, Justice League, Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, both Avengers films to come out, Aquaman, Flash, if that ever decides to come out, you know, which is currently Flashpoint, Shazam, and uh, some of these other films from like, you know, is it, uh, you know, there's the Hellboy reboot, and um, Spawn is apparently coming back at some point, and some stuff from Valiant, I think, is apparently in the works, and, you know, stuff like that. Basically, we have a good few films that are coming out, and I want to know if these characters will actually have notable theme songs. I would love for there to be a notable theme from for uh, Black Panther. And I feel like if anyone's going to at least try to give him, like, a notable theme, Ryan Coogler and, like, you know, the people at Marvel will, you know, at least try to give this guy a notable theme song. Also, with Captain Marvel being the first female-led superhero film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I feel like it would be in Marvel's best interest to try and find, like, you know, not only a good soundtrack for her, but a key uh, theme song that would make her, you know, come across as a, you know, badass in, like, some of her scenes. Because obviously she's a lady with cosmic powers, man. Who wouldn't want to have a really good theme song for her? With Alan Silvestri coming back for, you know, both Avengers films. At least I think it's both of them and not just Avengers 3. He's he's probably going to bring that theme song back and make it killer. But I really hope that they have brought him back to go about and make some godly work. Because I know he's capable of it. And I want Marvel to succeed and bring the good stuff. With Aquaman and all the good stuff I've heard about him, not only from obviously seeing him in the promotional material for Justice League, but the uh, stuff coming out of Comic-Con with the test footage that they show for that film, it seems like he's on his way to being like, you know, was it a new fan favorite after, uh, you know, Justice League comes out? So I hope that they make some good work with that. When Matt Reeves eventually gets around to making this Batman film, I hope they pick a good composer to give us a new... Batman theme song because we've had two good ones so far I would like to have another one another cool notable one with Flash and Shazam I feel like again those are two key characters that would benefit from having a really cool theme song as well and uh, with Hellboy with the reboot now with them like you know is it going for a much more like you know higher uh, age rating and being a little bit more mature and dark this is the perfect opportunity to reintroduce the character to people with a badass theme song and I feel like he would benefit from it a lot, so it would be great to hear that. So to conclude, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like, you know, superhero theme songs, do they matter? Yes. And would I like to see more notable theme songs in superhero films going forward? Definitely. Again, we have, like, you know, some pretty notable theme songs in the genre already from Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, The Avengers, and now Wonder Woman as well. And, um... We have so many more characters coming out of the woodwork from now until, like, you know, is it forever? Until, like, you know, the superhero genre becomes oversaturated and dies. Um, 
that'd just be interesting to hear like uh, composers come up with new themes for these characters that we've never seen before. Um, and hopefully I'll be coming back with reviews on this podcast, coming back to you talking about these superhero films, saying, oh yeah, you know what? That Aquaman film or that, uh, you know, uh, Black Panther film had a pretty damn good theme song for the character and the soundtrack was really good overall. So yeah, I'm looking forward to saying those things. Hopefully it happens. If not, then, you know, oh well. But anyway, if you like superhero theme songs and you feel like it's a noble element of film or just have any views on it in general, I would like to hear it in the comment section below. So please be sure to, you know, just drop me a comment or holler at me on Twitter, where I am, thehypersonic55, or at filmfocus55. You can always email me at thehypersonic555 at gmail.com. You can also check out my blog, hypersonic55.wordpress.com. And be sure to check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. And on iTunes, please be sure to give me nice ratings and, you know, give me any creative feedback that you can. But, yeah, the five-star ratings would definitely help increase the visibility of this podcast. So, yeah, if you could give me some of those, that'd be great. So, that will bring another episode of Film Focus to a close. I know it's been a little bit of a long one, but I had a lot to say about this topic. So, hopefully stuck with me throughout the entirety of this whole thing. Until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Hypers 155 signing out. Peace.